The following program is a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program. I'm feeling the good vibes, good vibes. Great. Hey, Marvelous Mosa. So we're hey. back. I'm very yes. excited. So we're doing a podcast vodcast now. Let's talk a little bit about the VOD, right? So what do you think that is? Because I know you've asked. Well, I'm assuming the V stands for video. Yes! <laughs> Very good. So now we're doing our podcast and it's become video thanks to K-Fox. So yes, big thanks to K-Fox. So uh, Candace K-Fox and her team have been awesome. amazing. Yes, they I have. This. Yes, this is like, I don't think I ever want to leave. We're just saying, it's You're just going to hang here. out here. We'll just work from here. Don't mind us. We'll be good. <laughs> They're like shaking their head. No. So I love our set too because it's a nice little vibe Me for too. our lounge. Yes. So. Yes. yes, so this is our Good Vibes Only Region 19 Sped Lounge, Sped Lounge. with Miss Marvelous Melissa and Miss Super Cheryl. Woo-hoo. Here we are. So this episode, we really wanted to focus in on one of our colleagues and the amazing work she's doing in transition. Yes. And so when we think about the word transition, everybody has a different meaning for it, right? It implies so many things for different people, mm-hmm. right? It but does. It's, it's everything because it's all over, right? Yeah. It's a big buzzword, right? Transition. Yes. And so in special education, transition has existed forever. Mm -hmm. However, only people that work at the high school level, right, which we call secondary in our education world, Mm -hmm. were the ones that had any kind of know-how about it, if you will, Mm -hmm. or were privy to it or interested. Mm -hmm. And um, Leah's changing that. Yes, she is. So let's introduce Leah a little bit. Marvelous. Melissa, what would you like to say about Miss Leah? So I have to do this intro. So, yes. especially because no. Halloween is coming I have no up. idea what she's about to say about me. <laughs> it's going to be good. All of a sudden, my heart rate went, no, no. It'll be fine. No, It'll be fine. I was just thinking of, you know, it's fall, it's Halloween. We're going to go into the woods with Leah Wood. I love it. I was I love it. You got to kiss it, right? Give yourself a kiss. Yes. But yeah, Leah is... <laughs> I, okay, and I'll just be really silly, but I yeah. always say this to her, and she tells me no, it's but true. I do believe that Leah will one day be mayor, because she's just <laughs> like, she she does everything, everything, and without skipping a beat, no. it, it is amazing to watch her in action, because she, whew, that girl's on fire. She is on fire. I keep fire. telling you, it's, if, it won't be Mayor Wood. If I do ever, ever run for office, it will be Senator Wood. If I'm on there, there you go. Yes, there you go. There you go. Jump so, through. Yes. So I the wonderful it. Leah Woods. We love being in the woods with her. Um, so she oversees our transition, and she also oversees a bunch of other stuff as well, which is incredible, and we go along for the ride. So we will let you explain the rest yes Yes. talk to us a little bit about what you do at region 19 in the special education department and where you came from oh i do all kinds of stuff so i'll talk about where i came from first because that leads into why i'm doing what i'm doing now so i started my career in education a long time ago (laughs) i just (laughs) finished my 31st year in You know, it's funny, you say I've been in education 30 years and people are like, oh, that's awesome. And then you say 31 and you get applause. I don't know why the difference in a year makes, but they're like, what's the difference? (laughs) It does, apparently. I've always done special ed and I've always done secondary. I did a tour of tour of duty in middle school for nine years, went 
done with that. Thank you. Middle school. <laughs> to, to middle school. Bless our middle schoolers. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. That. It's an interesting yes. age group to work with. But ironically, that's where I became interested in transition because the district that I was working for was one of our smalls out in the lower valley. And there, I saw there was nothing for the kids. There was nowhere else for them to go mm-hmm. once they moved from me to high school and, and out. And that bothered me because I worked way too hard <laughs> to get my students to where they needed to be for them not to be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I moved back to the high school level, um, but had the opportunity to start an 18-plus program with Socorro ISD, where we took the students off campus out into the community and it was all about transition that was it that was all we did and so from there i had the opportunity to come on board with esc region esc region 19 i'm saying that right (laughs) (laughs) i forget where i work and do transition for for the whole region and so i mean it just if you had asked me 31 years ago where would you see yourself in 31 years i definitely would not have picked myself sitting at k fox studios doing a (laughs) podcast with you guys talking about what i love yeah so you talked a little bit about when you were in the middle school that you know the smalls so tell us what you mean by smalls so small is so we you know if we always refer to it we always say you know we have the big three so the districts that are that are our big ones el paso isleta and socorro Clint is was a, considered a small, but it's Not growing. Anymore. So, yeah, we're, yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about the big four pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I say smalls, it's our smaller districts in the outer lying areas. At the time, I was in Santa Desadio, which the student body population was three thousand for the whole district. Right. And I was coming from a high school in Isleta, where the student body population was three thousand yeah. for the high school. Big yeah. difference. Big difference. Yeah, yeah. very so different. huge differences and a big difference in services and what can be provided. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very yes. good. And then you also talked about, you know, being in that small, more rural community that there wasn't a lot for them to do. So talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what you meant by do. As far as employment, work, volunteer opportunities, just community experiences. Because Mm -hmm. at the time, San Elizario was a much smaller area than what it is now. It's it's grown tremendously. I was driving out there the other day, and I was driving out, and I'm like, when did that go in? (laughs) That's new. It's nice. They're developing it really nice. It's really neat. They've done a lot with it. But there just wasn't anywhere for them to go to work. The, Mm -hmm. the, The stores and stuff that were there were small, didn't need a lot of help. They didn't have an organized city government government yet because they weren't incorporated at the time so there was very few places to go to get the the students the experience that they needed and that's your world to transition is getting them ready for yes for life after high school there is life after high school leah talks a little bit about this so how long do they have after they leave us on average they live 67 years after they graduate crazy the impact you have to make for that exactly i always say it's a long time for us to get it wrong Right. Because we have them for that much time in their life. Exactly. And that's it. What you're doing and then now that you've been at Region 19 for four going on five mm-hmm. years, um, talk to us a little bit about why you're here today. Oh, today, because it's always all about charting the course. So that's, we're in year four of a five-year grant that we got, that I applied for, that I got through Texas Workforce Commission in collaboration with Vocational Rehabilitation Services. And that's all we talk about is transition. We talk about transition four times a year with the students and we have events and and all kinds of workshops and curriculum and professional development for the students and for the teachers and our employers. We've got a huge employer piece and the this parents. year. And, and the, the parents. parents. Yes. So year four is 
looks very different than what your one looked like. <laughs> so my third day on the job, I think I had just been sitting there for, for three days, and our director, Juan Alderete, walks in and he says, so, there's this grant, and we're one of two ESC regions that haven't applied for it yet, and I was wondering if, if you'd be able to, and I said, well, let me see the grant. So he showed it to me and I read it and I said, I understand the language, I know what they're talking about, I can write this. He goes, oh good, it's due by Friday. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and I said, I'm good, but I'm not that good. Right. <laughs> I could do this, but I need I need a, a, an extension. So we were able to get another two weeks. I got the grant together, wrote the grant, uh, sent it in within one week, just because I'm an overachiever that way. Mm -hmm. Brought in two of our big community <laughs> partners at the time, uh, Empowering Hands as an ser employment service provider through Voc Rehab, yes. and then Pride Industries, that, uh, another employment service provider through Voc Rehab. They also have a presence on Fort Bliss. They came in and said, this is what we can do. So I said, great, we're gonna start small. <laughs> I had no idea what I was Baby doing steps. at work, much less any idea what I was doing for this grant. So we started with two of our small districts. Um, we started in Clint and Canyoteo. We had to work with eighth and 12th grade students. And year one, we serviced 60 students total. Yes. And we were very happy with that. Um, year two, we serviced over 300, and we mm -hmm. added Gosh. freshmen. Yeah, it's amazing. Year three, COVID hit, so we all know what happens there. Yeah. But rather than saying, and a lot of other people said, I'm going to put my charting course on hold, and I said, no, I'm not going to do that. We did everything virtual. Yes, we did. So we did four events virtually. You were my my Zoom breakout guru. That yeah. It wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for I you behind Zoom. the scenes. Yeah. Oh my God, that was <laughs> it's fun. Oh yeah. And then that year we serviced about 400 students. Right. And the numbers actually went up even though we were under Despite COVID. So that COVID. was nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think because yeah. of the virtual, we had the opportunity to, to reach out to more mm -hmm. students because of that, I think. With a lot of different diverse needs where the families may not have let them come to the service center, get on a bus, or, you know, leave where they were going. So yeah. that was nice. Yeah. So year four, we were back face to face. Um, did more workshops for the kids on dressing appropriately, interviewing appropriately, how to write resumes, all of that kind of stuff, what it's like to be an employee and go to work every day. And then day four, we we ended with a reverse job fair, which means we that had- That was cool, I yes. love that. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was so neat. Yeah. So we had employers come in and interview our students. We had over 35 employers that came in and interviewed a little over 100 students for work and we had that I know about we had at least 12 job job offers for students but I know there was yes. more out there that I didn't hear about so Incredible. talking a little bit, I think like just to clarify a few things. So tell us a little bit about what Voc Rehab is, because you've mentioned mm -hmm. it a few oh. times and maybe people aren't gonna know, right? Well, what? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Vocational Rehabilitation Services Center. The, the complete title is Texas Workforce Commission Vocational Rehabilitation Services. That's Ooh. why we just say Voc Rehab. That's why we should have it. So much <laughs> easier. Yeah. So that that's a state-related agency that can pick up our students at, while they're in school and after they graduate to continue to provide services. Yeah. Similar to what we do with transition when it comes to helping them find jobs, helping them with on-the-job training, job coaching, and things like that to help support the students. But when when they leave us, the services just don't end. They mm -hmm. do go on to, to vocational rehabilitation services. So. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. And then partnering with other community programs that work through them. Yes. 
They yeah. do. They, they, so they're the ones that really provide the services yeah. through vocational rehabilitation services. So they're the ones that will get what they call customers from Voc Rehab and they help find the, the employment, they help do the job coaching, they help with resume writing. Uh, Empowering Hands actually put together a lending closet for this year for charting the course oh, where we got so clothing nice. donations. That was so neat, yeah. It was so, so cute with the kids. Neat. And were they adorable when they walked yes. in and they would try on their clothes and then they wouldn't change out of their no, professional yeah. outfit? It was awesome. They looked they were so very sharp. Excited. Yeah, and, yeah. And the girls, I mean, they just, they glowed. They so. left with shoes, the like guys. a outfit. I was more impressed yeah. with the guys than the girls because the guy, the girls were like, okay, yeah, and the guys would come out and they're like, mm -hmm. nope, I'm leaving on my suit and tie. Yeah, <laughs> they're ready, like, for prom. I was like, y'all look great. Yeah. They're ready to be hired now, and then go to prom tomorrow. Right? They were excited. One freshman who came up to me and he's like, I got a polo and it's purple and I can't wait to wear it to my first interview. And he's a freshman, so he's already looking he's forward already. to it. So I think, like, feeling good on the outside too kind of gives him that confidence. Oh, that makes yeah, a huge that right difference. It matters for yeah. our students. Yeah. Oh, yes. So for year five, we did. We just had day one. Yeah. We so had, tell us a little bit. Yeah. Take us through that journey. So we had. I still don't have a full head count, but we had about 150 students. Mm -hmm. I had 200 reverse job fair boards for this year. We gave out all 200, and I've had to order another hundred more because we had students that weren't able to attend yeah. for transportation reasons or whatever. They just weren't able to come. So I'm anticipating about 250 students interviewing on day two in October. Awesome. Yeah. That's so exciting. I can't yeah. wait. Which yeah. means we're going to need more than 35 employers, but we're, we're so I, I work, I partner with uh, Desiree Fraga, Texas Workforce Commission, Student Hireability Navigator to help find the employers. And she helps recruit employers to come yeah. in to interview the students. And I do have to say like all of the students that come in, they are, they're respectful. They're already like in that professional mode, which is very impressive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so they, they're already, they're there with that goal in mind. Um, and regardless, you know, they all have different abilities, but it's just, it's so neat to see that, you know, once again, they're already focused on their future. And I think that's incredible. Well, I think that's because that's the expectation with charting the course from, yes. you know, day one, year one, like I said, it was very different than year two, but year two, it was expected. You will come prepared. You will. And, and they've, they've gone through so many sessions on what it's like to dress appropriately, what it's like to go through an interview. Uh, year three, we did a mock inter we did mock interviews, and we actually had somebody from Zoom Communications. You remember Jason? Yes. Oh, he was so much fun. And so Jason actually interviewed students on, you know, this is how you would go through, and then provided feedback. Like, you know, when I ask you this question, you weren't able mm -hmm. to answer as quickly, That's or good. your answer could have expanded a little bit more. And he even emailed me back uh, the next day and said, that was the most fun I've had in, in six months. And this, I mean, this is somebody that working, works for Zoom in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> right? And he yeah. was saying, my, my little tidy charting the course was the most fun he'd had mm -hmm. in, in six months. So yes. we've set that expectation yes. for them. So I think the students are, are very willing to, to come in yeah. that way, but also very aware of what they need to do. Yeah, the expectations mm -hmm. and the information is set. It's direct. They know, just like you said, what's expected to them, um, what's expected with them. What I also love um, the reverse job fair day is that we, if we do an interview or if a company does an mm -hmm. interview, they're able to give immediate feedback. Yeah. That is just awesome because how many times have we been in an interview and we're like, did I do okay? I hope I did all right. I'm mean, going to see if they call me back. The location of the interview helped give them that 
self-advocacy and some confidence. So let's talk a little yeah. bit about, maybe you could describe like what that reverse job, from that point of view coming in to help, mm -hmm. what is a reverse job fair? Well, from my perspective, um, I had the, um, the blessing, because I was super excited. Yeah. So I had the blessing to be able to go and interview some of our kiddos. Um, sorry, I called them my kiddos. I call everyone my kiddos. <laughs> I don't want that age where it's allowed now. I have, students that are <laughs> their, I have students that are in their 40s that were you know, freshmen my first year teaching, and I still call them kiddos. <laughs> my but kiddos. I'm not sure how they're 40, because I'm not yet. So <laughs> I don't know how that went. The, the math. math. <laughs> so we go in, and we ask them some questions. And we have like um, a chart, if you will, to guide us. So, so we have guiding questions for them. And then they answer and then we write some notes down and then sometimes I know what I did is I would ask them additional questions if there was more I was trying to get out from them or maybe what they pro provided was definitely enough um, but you know put the information down I wanted to make sure that I had enough information down because they got they got to take that with them yeah. which is awesome so um, put down you know good information for them to refer to and then right after that um, that is when you know we would tell them okay, you did a great job. These were your strengths. This was incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, next time, you know, if you do get asked this question, um, you may want to consider this or consider that. And mm -hmm. so it was just, it was great. Very on the spot. Perfect. So the so. other part of that was our end, right? We had those prompts and generating questions that were going to help them, mm -hmm. right? But the most important part was they were all in the same room. So they didn't have mm -hmm. to go to an employer where they were exactly. unfamiliar and go into a room where people were already sitting. That can be very intimidating. Yes. Yes. And now I have to present my best self yeah. to a group of people and they're in their body, right? They're in their, mm -hmm. like where they're comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. But this was different. The employers had to drive and go to them and they were all in the same yeah. room. That was cool. And then they had their, um, their board. It was like a the, science yeah, board. Reverse job fair board. So tell yeah. us a little bit about creating that and what the steps were to get them to be able to create. That was magnificent to show themselves visually. So that's actually something that they do through Texas Workforce Commission um, right. on the, the the gen ed side, for lack of a better way to put it, But because Voc Rehab is the SPED side and then they're the gen ed side. So it's something that they had developed that, that I had worked with before with my time in Socorro. So they come in and, and Raquel with Empowering Hands and her team had developed a whole PowerPoint on what needs to be on there. So you said like a science fair board. So it's that trifold board with the mm -hmm. student's name. I loved it. And then contact information. Yes. Um, you know, address, not necessarily phone number, but email, valid email. I had students that tell me, do I have to put my real phone number and address and, and email on here? Do you, do you want, want the a job? to call you back? I mean, right. Do you Let's want think a about job? This, right? Let's think about this for a minute. So just their basic information, um, the part of town that they're available to work in, because transportation yes, can be an important. issue for mm -hmm. our students. The work hours when they were available to work. Love. And then they would also have information about what school they went to, classes mm -hmm. that they were studying, what their strengths were, things that they were good at. If they had held any previous jobs, mm -hmm. um, what and pic pictures of them, of them. Yes. Mm -hmm. pictures of them about where they worked and, and the jobs that they did. So when the employers walked up or we walked up to do yes. some practice interviews, it was very easy for the student to turn around and say, you know, you get put in that situation, sometimes you forget your own name, right? Yes. So they could point, this is yes. my name. And for our students that struggle with communication and mm -hmm. communicating clearly, and also give the employers that visual representation mm -hmm. of what the student was trying to communicate with Definitely. them. We had one young lady with uh, that uses a, 
uh, assistive technology device for communication. Yes. And we noticed employers were shying away from her, which I get it. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't know how to interact here, so I'm mm -hmm. going to avoid it. And you, you grabbed a couple and tell them about what you did for dragging them over. I'm like, I think it's important that you let her use her device. And yes. we actually have some devices yes, we, we brought um, so people can see that, that ability to give somebody a voice and give them access to communicating. And when people say, oh, they're nonverbal, like, no, no, they have a voice, oh they have a message, Definitely. they have a way to communicate. So I would walk up to people and say, this is like the best time you're ever gonna have. She's got the best sense of humor. She has so much to say. Mm -hmm. And all you need to do is give her a little wait time. But go, let's go and talk to her. Yes. And they would follow me reluctantly with their clipboard going, I'm like, what, okay. And before you knew it, she was answering them. They gave her just that wait time for mm -hmm. her to, mm -hmm. to find her words. Like yes. we do, yes. right? We right. need time yes. to talk as well and answer questions. And when she answered, they were so ecstatic and happy and realized, oh wow, like there's this person and they're communicating with me and then they forgot she was using a device. Yes, absolutely. And they realized she was just having that access to a nice conversation between the two of them. Yeah. So more people followed suit. So all you need is like one, right? To one risk start. take, right? Mm -hmm. get, get them in there. And then it's like, oh, okay. And then everybody started communicating with her and it was amazing. And yeah, she was awesome. able to showcase all the hard work she's had all these years to be able to communicate naturally. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. She, she had a great time. She, yes. She's an amazing young lady anyway. But it, was, it was a lot of fun, the charting the course. And then, so from there, the job fair, but all the stuff you have to do leading up to it. So to this year, you started your first one. We had the lending closet. People left with yes. shoes and new outfits. Super Outfit excited. Seats. What and else did they, they have? a dress for success where they did a mini fashion show on what to wear and what not to wear. To wear right? Right? A job interview. So we had some young adults dressed like I am. We had some that were dressed like they were going to the club. And we had some that were dressed like they were going to meet their homies on the street corner. So, yeah. you know, we had a good yeah. variety there. Yeah. Uh, we talked about how to interview, how to answer interview questions appropriately. We all get tongue-tied during an yes. interview. It's yes. hard to think of what, and then you walk out and you're like, oh, I should have said this yes. instead. Yes. So, how to do that. We had a, a, a representative from RISE Federal Credit Union come and do a money management class. The importance of all of that. Uh, and then we had um, Texas Workforce Commission and Vocational Rehabilitation Services represented to share what they do and, and the kind of services mm -hmm. that they can provide. We even had a printing station set up for the reverse job fair boards. Yes. So the students were able to come in, get a refresher on what it was to do the reverse job fair board, and then print and take those materials. And they are working on their boards. I'm starting to As get them back already. Yes. So they're bringing those to me. And then October 18th will be one, the first of two reverse job fairs. So we'll set those up. We're working on employers. We have a session for employers on sensitivity training, mm -hmm. how to talk to a person with a disability. Like mm -hmm. you don't yell at the blind guy, he just can't see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that. right? Yeah. Things like that. So we'll work with them for an hour before the job fair starts. And, right. Oh God, we were so excited about this part. So we're gonna have the students do elevator speeches, which is a 30 to 60 second uh, speech on why you should hire me. I love you know, that. just that concise, let me let me mm -hmm. tell you who I am, what I can right. do, and, and why you should hire me. So we're actually designing mock elevators. And so oh, we're gonna build elevators amazing. to the entrances of all of, of all of the Starlight Event Center, the main conference rooms. They're gonna walk into the elevator. An adult will be there in the elevator with them. They can practice their elevator speech and then they'll go on into the job the reverse job fair area to find the, the boards. So That's we are so, cool. so excited about that. It's gonna be so cool. 
And then day, so day four will also be another job fair. Mm-hmm. And day three is going to be what I'm hoping is the granddaddy of all agency fairs, where we're inviting over 80 community partners, community Yay. partners to come in and join us yes. for parents and students to visit. And the students the will have to part. go through a scavenger hunt. And the ones that complete their scavenger hunt are eligible for some really cool prizes at the end of the day. That's awesome amazing. stuff. Yeah. Awesome They're stuff. They're going to be so um, in, being able to interact with different community partners and finding out what's out there for themselves because they really need to have that self-advocacy skill. So you're building an amazing way to connect our students mm-hmm. with diverse learning needs, diverse abilities um, into our community so people realize they're employable. Yes. They're amazing when they're there. And let me just say this. I got to brag for a minute. So yes. Education Service Center Region 19 was awarded the Outstanding Employer Award. Woo-hoo! Tell them what you started. From Texas uh, Workforce Commission. Yes. In part because uh, in May of of last school year, May of this year, I started a program called Elevate and Accelerate, which is a work-based learning program where we have positions within the service center and all of our Head Start facilities for students to apply for, come in, intern, get on the job training, and if they are good at the job and there is an opening, then it is intern to hire. So we have the ability to hire some of our interns through Elevate and Accelerate. And so that was one of the reasons Mm -hmm. why we were nominated for that award. That's so amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say so nominated. Awesome. Got. We were yeah, you yeah, so got, got it. it. We were nominated. You got it. it was we got the picture for yeah. proof and everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, I got the picture. But I was looking at the, myself in the picture and went, ooh. Well, <laughs> don't we always? So I, I do have a random, not, okay. I love not, random Not questions. a random question, but you know oh. me and Squirrel, so okay. I always go everywhere. But I do have a question for our, our, our audience is if I'm a parent and I am just informed that my child does have a disability, what do you recommend is like the the first thing that I should do? Oh, this is oh, important. What are the yes. first things parents should do when their child oh, is diagnosed with a disability? Depending on the disability, they should get registered on the Medicaid waiver list okay. through HHSC. And they can just Google it. If you just Google Medicaid waiver list in Texas because they're state specific, okay, they can get all the information they need. They should reach out to their transition person for their district and say, hey, my child was just diagnosed with a disability. I have high expectations for them. I want them to work. Mm -hmm. So can you help me register with the Medicaid waiver list? Because this is a little overwhelming. Yeah. And there is not a transition specialist out there that wouldn't jump at the chance. And if they don't ever return their phone call, they can call me. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I love talking to parents. Yes. yes. And students about all awesome. And it sets them up because these waiver lists sometimes last you from 18 to 20, 20 year years right now. Uh, to get them on when they're 16, 17, or 18, yeah. it's too late. Right. Now, what about, let's say, um, there's a student maybe they're in third or fourth grade and they Mm -hmm. qualify for special education services. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you know, transition is a vital piece with our services that we provide for our children. Um, What would you recommend for that parent? So again, that parent should, should do some research, find out a little bit more about the disability, but also find out who the transition employment designee is for their district. State law dictates every district. So we have 1,207 TEDs, Transitional Employment Designees, in the state of Texas. Every district has to have one under state law. Okay. Mm-hmm. Texas is okay. one of the few states that does this, too. So awesome. you know, we're a little ahead of the curve. Yeah. But that that's your contact person. That's your go-to for all things transition for the district. And okay. then they can refer them to different areas, different agencies. 
If you go to www.texastransition.org, we have what's called the Transition and Employment Guide. And in that guide, there's a section, it's color-coded, I love it, it's the yellow section, but it's called <laughs> Next Steps. And it talks about everything you can do as a parent. Mm -hmm. Activity. So it talks about the skill set and then the activities that are required from birth to post-secondary. Mm -hmm. So it really is about early to exit. It's yes. about focusing on yes. transition when we've got them when they're younger and not waiting yeah. until they're 14 when somebody comes in and says, oh, transition. That That's that thing that, that you do, right? You, mm -hmm. you Well, no, yeah, okay, we well then somebody else does do. transition, but it's not me. And we all do transition. Every single thing that we do from the minute our kids enter school, Right. It's about transition because yes, it's it all about preparing them for post-secondary. It's not just about, oh, they need to learn to read and write and do math and all of that. Yes, they do, but that all prepares it's them for the job. Picture. Right. Mm -hmm. Independence. Yes. Everything Thank I you. needed to know I learned in kindergarten. That's right. <laughs> right? That's, that's the setup for all yeah, things transition. It really is. So... Learning everything I learned in kindergarten, I have to say thank you. You're very for being welcome. Here. Yes. And thank you for having me. Thank yes. You. And as we progress through this charting the course year, Melissa and I would love to invite maybe a student to come yes. with their board. Oh, yeah. Now that it's a podcast, we can actually showcase yes. what they did and they can also present. Yes. So I already I think have that's students in mind that Let's do it. There already done. Let's do this. There we go. Yep. That's going to be Aww, great. Thanks so much for being here and thank sharing you, all the amazing work yeah, you do. Thank you. Thank We're very blessed and like love, love to work with you. So. I love working with you ladies too. Oh, it's always a love fest here. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's because we share a brain. So, yeah, you know. This is true. <laughs> Very awesome. nice. I had fun. I had fun. All right. right. We can talk transition like all day and all oh, night. I mean, yeah. it's just well, so transition much. Transition rules. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it, it does. It's my plan for world domination. But anyway, what? But so. what? Okay. But for the record, what what drives transition? What what happens first before what has to happen? The FIE. They have to get diagnosed first. Right. All right. The FIE. But then transition we takes over after that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Diagnostician in the house. Yeah. All right. Well, Always. here comes your speech communicator, and we're gonna say bye. Right. Bye. bye. Guys. The Special Education Information Center is proud to provide resources and interactive features to help bridge the partnership between schools and families. Live chat with experts as we help you understand your child's disability, your rights, and what options are available to you. Spedtext.org. The preceding program was a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program.